Yet another friendly reminder, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Not the best time to bring up any sort of financial infidelity to your partner. What the heck is financial infidelity? Does it kind of sound like this? She cheated. She cheated. Maureen cheated. Cheated. I'm defeated. I should give up right now. Gotta look on the you got to look on the bright side, though. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger joins us. Jill, what the heck is financial infidelity? First of all, thank you for using rent as my lead-in. That's fantastic. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay. Um, okay. So here's the thing. There is always a report about this time of year, which talks about people who keep hidden accounts from their spouses and kind of lie about money. But really, it's a broad swath. Like when you think about, oh, who's financially unfaithful? What does it mean? It means that it's as like as bad as like I've got a secret credit card account and I've got a whole bunch of debt that I haven't told you about to like a little bit less serious. Like, oh, I spent more than you probably would be happy with, honey. So when you look at the whole category of financially unfaithful, 39% fall into one of those things. I don't know. I don't think many people have secret accounts, but I think a lot of people have maybe some spending habits that their partner are not particularly on board with. Certainly. And those things are really hard to talk about with even with even friends, not even a loved one. So the best way to do that, first of all, don't do it tomorrow. That's a poor yeah. choice. But <laughs> what what is the best way to address that? Well, I think that you want to try to come up with a time to meet to discuss money issues. And I think now is a great time, like maybe right after you file your taxes, for example. It's like money is top of mind. Taxes is top of mind. It's not from like out of left field. And what you really are trying to do is set a t- set aside this time and space where you guys can be kind of nice to each other in this process without like having it turn into a brawl, you know, like how could you spend money on that? Instead, just like sort of look. I'm here on a fact-finding mission. You're on a fact-finding mission. And we're, we together can try to figure out how to move forward and really get on board with a game plan that's going to help us manage our fi- financial lives more seamlessly. Absolutely. Because I feel like if that's a lot of, that's the core of a lot of arguments between couples is regarding that financial infidelity or something to do with the financial process. It could even be with a job that maybe they didn't disclose that they had or didn't have for that matter. Right. You know, by the way, that um, just pulling in the Super Bowl last night, that funny ad from Dunkin' Donuts, like, this is what you're doing all day long. It's a very <laughs> funny, like, cracked me up. But there's a part of this also that is about making sure that you're both on board, not that around just infidelity but just like we have a process and we know what both know what the process is i feel like it's a little bit scary when i have an a, someone who calls up my podcast and says you know i don't know anything really about what my husband or my wife or my partner did now this person died and i'm left with this pile and i have no idea and part of that is the responsibility of both the person who's managing the process, but also the uninvolved one. You guys have to come together to understand what is the system, what are the accounts, what are the passwords. If I don't want to manage my own money, maybe I should have a relationship with a financial person ahead of time before I'm left holding the bag and not knowing where to turn. So it's just really, it's almost like you're both saying, we are going to work towards our strengths, but we are still going to meet once or twice twice a year just so you the uninvolved spouse knows what's going on totally and of course with all of this communication is absolutely crucial i believe that if you're not able to effectively communicate with your partner there's some other issues that i think you should be thinking about in regards to the relationship 
Oh, yeah. And I think that's a great point because oftentimes when I used to be a financial planner a million years ago, I would always laugh when people would come into my office and they would tell me about like their financial problems. And I would think to myself, this is not a financial problem. You're expressing another problem through your money. It's just really weird because when you think about it, money is so concrete, it becomes the way that we can express discontent or feeling insecure or feeling a lack of control. And then you exert that control through this very concrete thing, your money. So just be careful. Like if you need help, go right, go to counseling. There's nothing wrong with that. But try not to blow up your whole family's financial game plan in the process. Trust me, folks, it ain't worth it. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger joining us this morning. Jill, thank you so much. Take care.